Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean. Just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews, and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Thinking about getting engaged, or maybe you need a gift to celebrate you. MervisDiamond.com. You can check out their website, find the location that's nearest you. We love working with them. And you know what? Hey, you deserve a fabulous ring that you love. They do custom work. Maybe you have a setting or a stone that you inherited. Boom, you take it to them, they'll hook you up. MervisDiamond.com. Also, Crystal City Bid, we love them as well. You can check out one of their fabulous events coming up. Unwind a little bit. Try Fridays at the Fountain in Crystal City. It's a weekly pop-up beer and wine garden with great live music and outdoor beautiful setting more at crystalcity.org the phrase that you hear every day hey phrase what's the phrase that you hear every day hey phrase what's the phrase that you hear every day hey phrase what's the phrase that you hear tune in yeah you gotta tune in sarah frazier on the mic and she about to begin the co-host with the most paul one looking fleek take it from me you should be hey, listening how's it going dong oh i'm feeling good oh good yeah, how you doing? I'm great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hey Frage podcast with Paul Wharton. I am your host, Sarah Frazier, along with the fabulous Paul. And sorry, I'm always playing extra audio that you don't need. So that, that's me. <laughs> Trying to like run all the boards. I'm like not a very good board operator, really. But, you know, you kind of have to like watching it. adapt it. Oh, You're like, I'm like the uh, worst. Biz Marquee. You're like a white... Um... <laughs> <laughs> a white girl Bismarcky. Oh, that's awesome. I'm, re- I'm recently watching The Defiant Ones, which is all about Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Okay. Um, and their rise and their history and their story and how they came together and how they became businessmen and all this stuff. And so, uh, yes, I do. I, I see myself as the white Dr. Dre, if you will. And, I love it. And he sort of like said that one of his favorite things is completely producing. Like he, he doesn't like to be in front of the camera, which isn't, I can't say that that's true of me. Mm-hmm. But I like the whole, you know, making everybody sound good. 
good, getting all the levels yeah. right. I, I have become a little Bismarcky. I love it. Did you know that I did a pilot for E with Bismarcky? No, we, I did not. It was like the modern version do? of the odd couple. Like, he's fat, I'm skinny. <laughs> he's sloppy, I'm neat. I mean, that, that's what the whole thing was about. <laughs> Yeah, this oh my was god, like that's a riot! In the early 2000s. He and came, what were you guys going to talk about in doing well, this we reality did it. We show? Shot a whole pilot. I wish I could. I could probably find actually the tape. He came to do a party for me, uh, to to DJ a party, and he never left. That was the premise of the show. <laughs> so you guys just so he moved together. in. Yeah, he moved in. I mean, only for like four days on the sh- on the for the shoot. But he moved in, and then we were like, we're the modern day odd couple, like the old show, the odd couple. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah. That it is didn't hysterical. make it all the way to series, but we had fun shooting it. You would have thought it would. You guys are like, that is such a great odd couple. I was trying to put um, a, a sugar scrub that I made on his lip. His lip was real dry. <laughs> and I just, I had to convince him to sit down so I could exfoliate oh. his lips. He didn't know he that. He was like, I don't you... want that stuff on my lips. <laughs> I was like, it's sugar, fool. <laughs> he was like, mm, that dude tastes sweet. I'm like, shoot, I try to tell you. It tastes sweet. It's going to make your lips soft. <laughs> what? Yes. What the hell was the dialogue? I, I, that Did was you it. you to bring it with that accent? I brought it with everything I had. <laughs> Sugar food. I had just gotten off MTV. I needed a new job. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. The fact that you could pull up a clip, just you you talking to him like that must have been hilarious. I do. I what probably have an old reel. To him? What else would you say to we him? We went horseback around. I ain't get on that horse. I ain't get on that thing. Come on. We got to go, biz. Come on. Let's get on this horse. We got to go. I ain't riding that damn horse. Ah, nah, nah. And then what would you say? Stand up, just... fool. <laughs> See, you know, when, you, when you do it, it somehow becomes racist. When oh. I do it, it's that... <laughs> <Stand> up, fool. <laughs> See, uh, it's fine when I do it. Oh, okay. Okay. That was, that was, I love you. Oh, my God. We had fun. Oh, that is hysterical. Well, anyway, you are never a dull moment. <laughs> Uh, so look, you guys, we have a lot to get to on today's show. Um, I mean, it's kind of a free-for-all, really, mm-hmm. today. We sort of saved some of our stories that we wanted to talk about. And by the way, do you use Reddit, Paul? Are you a big Reddit person? No, I don't. Okay, I really want to know. You know, our audience does always. They bring it to. They always email okay. us. They always share with us their stories, right? Mm-hmm. I'm curious about this, but edit, Reddit is now becoming like the number one place where opioid users are going to either share their stories of recovery or basically to find more drugs. Okay. And so it's one of the big epidemics that reddit is facing and i want to know your thoughts on that if you mm-hmm. think that they should be shutting down these um these threads basically where people will talk about using and how to use and teetering on using again or if you think that's basically what reddit is for is this open forum and people should be able to to converse about what they want what did they talk about where to get it yeah like everything yeah yeah well there's a certain logic to that <laughs> I mean, you know, you go visit a new city and then you're like, God, I don't have a dealer here. I mean, not me, but actually, because it's really not me, but I had a friend. Yeah, you told us a great story about how, weren't you in another city and you um, called somebody you were going to look for ecstasy and the guy liked you so much he gave you sugar pills? No, well, this is what happened with that. See, what had happened was... I, that's when I was living in New York. Yeah, and the guy did like me. He thought I was a nice He's guy. Like, he didn't want me to get involved anything. in ecstasy, so he gave me a sugar <laughs> pill. And then the other guy had a placebo effect reaction. Yeah, right. And told he... me to completely take advantage of him. <laughs> oh, let's just do it. Oh, yeah, I feel so good. I'm like, I don't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened to my body. I'm immune to ecstasy. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
That is so funny. So we need to talk about that. I've been getting a ton of emails. People want to know, you know, since my, uh, you missed this part, but I watched the What the Health documentary all yeah. about going vegan and plant-based. People want an update. I didn't see that, but I saw you post about that. On my journey. So we'll we'll talk about that. Do you, do, Are you do vegan, I look now? vegan Are you What do vegan? you think? Does my skin look better? Well, you always look good to me. Really? Oh, yeah, you're you look so good sweet. because Dr. Ruff takes care of you. <laughs> it's true. Yes. Oh, I know. I need an upgrade. You've I had help. I know. And I want more. Yeah. It is very addicting. It is. Yeah, it you is. get so into it. I'm like, my lips need to look bigger. <laughs> I right? Need big blowjob lips. What, what am I waiting for? Oh you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to show you a woman's picture from Capri. I was yeah. in Capri. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Do you not do never, that? Do you do that? Do, 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 do. Do not. Oh, God. I know. This People go way overboard. This went so far. Oh, no. It would stop you in your tracks. Oh. Stop you in your tracks, and you, like, grab one of the person next to you, like, oh. I know. I've seen yeah. people like that. It's terrifying. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Also, um, fewer millennials are wearing bras. We need to discuss. And then a um, uh, this is really interesting. You know, like I'm a little, I used to be a big psychic medium person. You know, I used to like going to all those things, tarot card readings. But I had a psychic experience a couple months back where the woman actually, uh, I can't. I don't know if I should say this or not. I always get myself in trouble. Anyway, uh, this woman has a connection to you and me, Paul. Really? Yes. And she frequents a station that we work for. Okay. So I went to her. Like, the first time she came in and she gave me this reading, she's like, oh, my God, there's this aura going on with you. And she's like, you really need to pay attention to your heart when you're 44 years old. Something, You know, there's going to be something with your heart. And, mm-hmm. you know, I see you in this building in L.A. Like, everything, right? And I, I feel like this woman didn't even know me, right? So she's yeah. giving me this fantastic reading. So then I was like, oh, my God. She's like, but I got to go. I got to go do this hit, you know? So I'll, I'll follow up with you. Like, here's my card. Call me. I was like, okay, for sure. So I call her. I pay $90 for this 30-minute reading like a month later and she gave me a complete opposite she was like basically she's like you need to take care of your feet you know something's going to happen with your feet and then she, she was forgot. like so I was like oh like the magic was sort of gone for me then I was like this reading was really not really where it was headed it was completely like and, and so I was telling her about my podcast show and I was like where do you see it going she's like well actually this this leads to my Dr. Dre she's mm-hmm. like yeah, I don't see you really ever being in front of the camera. I think you're going to be a producer. I think you're just going to, yeah, you're going to be like a really good producer when you're 50. I was like, 50? Well, who's got that I'm much time to waste? <laughs> I know. I was like, what? And then she was like, um, she'd said to me, my brother, I really needed to watch my brother's colon because he was going to have colon cancer. So I was asking her oh about God. that. Right. And she goes, no, nothing with your brother. Yeah, yeah, your family health line looks really good. No, they seem all Wait sad. a minute. I know, Mm-mm. I know. It was like really bad. I don't know about this. You know, I told you so my, I'm a little turned my experience with the tarot reading is my, you know, uncle who, when the spirit told him to change right. the locks. Yeah, so I don't know. I was a little suspect because I'm like, spirit has it out for me. <laughs> spirit got my ass locked out. It got me choked. I mean, it's like, can spirit just be nice for once? But the, the story that I was going to share with you, and I don't know if you guys are going to believe this or not, but there is a story that has gone viral that a lot of people are talking about. And if you often wake up between the uh, times of 3 a.m. and 5 a.m., someone's trying to tell you something. I do. 
Every morning. I really? thought it was because I'm getting old. I don't know. I just did this morning, too. But apparently, according to this, that something, someone is trying to tell you something okay, if you wake me. up. So so we'll get into that story. Yeah, well, we'll I wanted that. to ask you, you, you were telling us about you had an incident that happened in Italy. <laughs> You've been back a couple weeks. You had an incident where an ex, not <laughs> your ex, but one of the women that you were traveling with, right? Or No, it was it a woman. Out? It was a friend of mine. It's so funny. I mean, it's just hilarious. You just don't know... Um, when people are playing or not, but I had a friend over there, mm. and her ex-husband came to visit, and he stayed a couple of days in the apartment that we were staying in. Now, it was a huge apartment, like a huge, huge, huge apartment. Okay. Okay. So, on one of the days, uh, like the last day I was there, he asked me if I wanted to go for a walk, and he would show me some sights. Oh. It's a French guy. Okay. So, I said, oh, sure. So, we left without her knowing, I guess. Okay. But she was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> So Bye, girl. We didn't tell her. So we went out. We went exploring. We went to the Coliseum. We went to the Capitol. We went to the Vatican. All these places that the um, fountain where you toss the, you make a wish. Oh, yes. I love that. Is it Trafalgar? No, no. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Trafalgar. Trafalgar or something fountain like or something. something yeah. Like anyway. So okay. anyway, so I had a great time with this guy. We were walking around, but it's my friend's ex-husband. So when we get back, she says to me, oh. You were out with him? And I said, yeah. She says, would you fuck him? <gasps> excuse me? I would have yeah. been like, excuse me? I said, sure. Because I thought we were just, you know. Playing around. Yeah. I was just having a good time. So apparently then she goes to my other friend and she tells my other friend, oh, you know, they really didn't go on a walk. They went and probably went to a hotel. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And she was completely serious. Oh, my God. So I'm like, oh, my God. It's like when when having a little joke goes, like, completely left. You know, I was just having fun. Did that make the rest of the trip awkward, or was it fine? No, it was fine. Oh, it all, like, all worked out? Okay. Yeah, she totally forgot, because she got drunk that night, too. <laughs> but it was oh, just interesting, because, you know, I, and I think from her position, she was just saying, like, she doesn't care. She's moved on. She doesn't care what he does, but then, you know, I take one little walk with the guy, and all of a sudden, you know. Do you think you always somewhat care about an ex? I think what, you do. What's always happening? I was trying to think of my exes. You know, time does heal all time wounds. Time does heal. Yeah, now I don't really care what they're doing. I, I wish them well, but I'm glad I'm not with them. The guy that I moved to New York for, I remember that first week I found him having a relationship with someone else. Yes. It was, he went to Hawaii with this guy, and it was the worst week. Oh, my God, I had night sweats. I was like, oh, my God, what did I do with my life? The choice is why am I here? Now, I would not touch him with a 10-foot pole. He wanted to take me for a cocktail. Like, oh, he did? About a month ago. I'm like, oh, my God, why do I want to have a drink with you? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, call one of your whores, please. Like, yeah. you know, I don't want to do that. Oh. You know, and I have, like, no feeling at all. So, yeah, time does heal. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. it, it heals you. You're, like, all over you But know, if your you're exes. truly in love with someone, which I probably wasn't with him, to be honest with you. Um, but if you're truly in love, I wonder if that stays that feeling Ooh. of well know? i bet it's you know what it's funny my mom my mm -hmm. mom had um a high school sweetheart and i think he asked her to marry him and she said no and he basically to this day he like still follows her on facebook comments on all of her things and he's been married and divorced a couple of times and he's told friends of theirs mutually i think that my mom was the love of his life and he's like never gotten over that wow yeah and my mom has zero interest in him mm -hmm. i was like wow mom you could maybe meet him for coffee she's like absolutely not I was oh, wow. like, like, okay, well, I guess. Sorry. She's like, I'm never getting married again. I don't want to date somebody. I'm over What about it. a companion, though? Like, oh, my God. Just to well, travel with. See, my mom and stepdad have only been divorced for, like, 
Well, I guess it's actually been a year, but they were they had a house together which just sold a couple months ago. So they haven't really been separated, you know, mm-hmm. on their own. Mm-hmm. So maybe in another year she'll be she'll be ready. But I don't know. I she seems pretty over it. I don't think she's gonna. I don't think she's dating anybody again. I guess the same thing could happen with friends, but in a different way. Like some relationships. I had a friend text me. Um, this morning, actually. Oh! Yeah, he texted me this morning, and he said, Paul Wharton, what happened to you? Now, this guy and I were best friends when I was 19 years old. I moved to New York City. Oh. Did I tell you how I used to take a limousine around? I convinced my mother that New York was very dangerous, and so she set up an account with this limousine company. You are kidding. It was like a real old school, like the limousine <laughs> from, like... <laughs> <laughs> with one of those shows like Risky Business or some shit, you know, with the phone with the wire in the back yeah. and the scotch. Like, it was like that. Like an old Lincoln Town. But this was, how, this was when you were in high school? No, I was 19. Oh, I you was were 19. This is when you graduated. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'd moved to New York City and, um, and my mom was like, oh, it's pretty dangerous. She says, I want you to, you know, I'll put my Amex on a car service account. So I found this company that said limousines for the price of sedans. So I said, oh yeah, here's one. <laughs> I found one. So you were going around in a limo. Every day. Oh, my God. That's hysterical. Isn't that something? Yeah, that's amazing. So this guy worked at the gym, and I'd pull up in this old... I mean, the limos were a little bit rickety, but, you know... And who would ride in a limo now? I'd never do that anymore. <laughs> you wouldn't be seen in one. I mean, are limos even popular anymore? I feel like nobody even... Now it's the Lincoln Town Car, right? Or it's the SUV. Does it's anyone SUV. like a limo anymore? Yeah, you know, I got... I feel like the limo is so fired. trashy. I got pseudo fired from a from a job at a network. <laughs> um, I was working for TV One, and they sent me a white limousine. I was in Denver doing the um, uh, Democratic National Convention. Okay. We did a live show, and they sent me a white limousine. And I was just like, I don't want to ride in that. Oh, because in the shoot, they were shooting me arrive at the place live on the show, and then I would pop out and start the show. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> a big old white limousine? No, 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 no. Yeah, nobody so does like, that oh, anymore. Oh, he's so high maintenance. So I've learned. Oh, if so they you know- send me a white limousine, I'm just going to get in it and shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get in it and shut the hell up. No, but my friend, I just want to finish telling you this. That's good. That's really funny. This friend of mine, he, connect, he you know, reached out to me today, and it brought back all of these memories of how much fun we had and how much we loved each other and how much we kind of grew because he was, I was 19, he was 20. Um, but I, it, it made me think of something, and I had a bit of a regret. Really? It, a little bit of a regret. You know, I don't do regrets, but it, it had me thinking You had a moment, something. yeah. I had a I, moment. I, sure, I've had those. Where I thought, huh, what's the lesson in that? Because this guy always wanted to become a singer. Oh. And he used to say every year that he's going to record a demo track. And I would say, oh, you know, when are you going to record your track? And at the time, I had started to make a little money. And, I, and he said, oh, I don't have the money. I said, oh, I can, you know, do that for you. And then he would say, oh, well, I'm kind of getting it together. And the years started passing. Oh, And the no. years started passing. And I'd say, well, when are you going to do your track? And he was like, I said, you know, at some point, I remember it being 10 years had passed. And I said, you know, if you had done one track a year, you would have a whole CD. <laughs> You know? Why do you think he never got it together to he do it? He just procrastinated. He just put it but off why, and put it off. Then why do you feel regret? Well, because I feel like he was talented enough to really make it. And I feel like I should have pushed him more. Oh, you know? I see what you're he saying. he really had it. Oh. And, and now he's, like, not living the life he wants to live. He's living in California, running oh, a group home. Really? And this is somebody that could have been, like, you know, the winner of American Idol or something like that. 
Wow. You know, yeah, yeah. Isn't so, it amazing how people's lives, that's really scary because mm-hmm. it's like you always read those stories of people on their deathbed, like their biggest regrets, and it's mm-hmm. always that they didn't pursue, you know, their passion, what they really loved. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I kind of thought about that. I mean, he's never really brought that up. The interesting thing, the last time I talked to him, maybe about a year ago, he was still talking about it, like, oh, maybe I do my track. All right, we got to get this guy on. What's that one now, like America's Got Talent or whatever, where people can be a thousand years old and still like win? Get his yeah. ass on that. We got to. He can't still be talking about this twenty years later. But I he's feel been like, smoking bitch. Newports for twenty years. He's oh God. Like okay. Whitney Houston. No. Okay. I am not afraid to try. <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were a soprano. What happened? Or, uh, or what's a real high one? Alto. Alto? <laughs> oh my God. That was really sad at the end of her life. Yeah, and she couldn't like hit him. Oh God. Oh. It was really depressing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah. So if you want to say something to somebody that you really care about, but you're afraid it might offend them, sometimes they need a little nudge. I love You know, that. to get them along just yeah. a bit. Because I think I probably had people in my life nudging me. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I should have had more of a nudge, too, because I can get that way sometimes where I'm just like, ah. I want to go on vacation, like where I should be doing something else. Oh, my God. We all, don't we all? I feel <laughs> yeah. like we all have that. Yeah. Um, well, look, I want your opinion on a couple of stories. One, so I started to tell you about Reddit. Reddit says that the biggest thing that they're dealing with now is opioid discussions on their website. And essentially, they're shunning several of them down where opioid users and addicts sometimes are swapping advice on getting high and offering encouragement to those who have managed to stay clean or are teetering between recovery and relapse. Addicts lament the deaths of fellow users users on some of these um, feeds who have suddenly stopped posting. And until last week, buyers and sellers could easily find each other, relying on coded messages that communicated their intent on the Reddit site. Now, Reddit has recently banned some of the forums, um, but they're saying that they're having a really hard time keeping up as they spring up just as quickly as they're banned. How do you feel about this, by the way? You think um, we're seeing more and more of Facebook and Twitter and now Reddit monitoring some of these sites. Um, But where do you think the line is? I think that's what a lot of people are, are... are talking about is the line where basically people are coding to to tell you where you can buy drugs or you know do you think the line is if it's somebody that comes on and is saying you know don't stay sober don't stay clean what do you think the line is really saying that though i see this more of you know if people are having the temptations you know they're sharing they're sharing that kind of like a an online version of of um of na Right. Well, I think that's what some people want it to be. But then they're saying that essentially on those feeds, even if the feed is positive, a lot of times you've got people on there coding to tell you how you can buy drugs, which people are saying. I mean, if you're in an N.A. meeting, outside the N.A. meeting, they're probably like they have drugs. I mean, you know, sometimes like, yeah, that's probably you know what I'm true. Saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's always people in those kind of situations. But. You know what I've become addicted to on Reddit, though? Ooh. The feeds are the ones where you see people where they were drug addicts before and then after and they post their before and after pictures. And I've now gone on Reddit. And now I'm obsessed with looking at them because it's crazy. Wow. They oh look so God. much better, huh? Oh, yeah. AJ, our interns here. Wait, can you bring up some of them? It's sure. nuts. Like they talk about like their heroin use. Their faces are just like so Ooh. distorted. And then their skin later, I I don't know why, it's an odd obsession. Um, But anyhow, so they're now saying that these forums are getting more and more monitored um, as people have been asking them to shut them down. Now, how many people are getting arrested from 
finding the location of the drug dealer, and then they go and try to buy the drugs, and it's really the cops? That's a great question because they're buying it through Bitcoin. Um, Reddit, unfortunately, has become one of the many places where users can find drugs. In recent years, some of the biggest black markets have been so-called dark net, where buyers can place mail orders using Bitcoin and other virtual currency to operate. And they mail them the anonymity. drugs to their house? Yes. Alpha Bay, one of the largest such markets, was shut down two weeks ago only after law enforcement crackdown on the public Internet. Drug buyers have been able to use sites over the years, including Craigslist, Topics, and forums on Google Groups, and more recently, mobile apps, Snapchat and Instagram, and other social media platforms to sell drugs through Bitcoin. Hmm. Uh, Reddit representatives said that using the site as, quote, a marketplace for illegal goods and services will get users and communities completely banned from Reddit. So good for them. I think that's sad. It's sad that I hate that you're right. Like, people are using Reddit probably for the most part for good Mm -hmm. and an NA forum. And then, you know, you have just these assholes on there preying on people that are, like, teetering on staying sober or you know, going back to using. But isn't it like real life, though? It's like real life because you have people doing that pretty much everywhere. Whenever someone is trying to work on themselves that has an addiction like this, you're always going to find someone that's trying to pull them back in. Yeah, you're right. Alcohol, drugs, anything, mm -hmm. sex. Because they want somebody to to party with or they want to make money off of the person or you know whatever or they want to feel better about themselves i no, i think you're completely right on that uh in my home state of maine they're actually speaking okay so we go from that story to this story in my home state of maine they're actually offering people weed to clean up the streets you think this is bad incentive (laughs) i love it I think it's great. Which, by the way, medical marijuana is legal. But in the city of Gardner, Maine, which is very close to where I grew up, you may notice that there's less debris along the sidewalks because dozens of people spent a sunny Saturday recently collecting trash. The incentive was free marijuana. Bring us bags of tracks, trash, and we'll gift you some cannabis. Wow. This was the owner of Summit Medical Marijuana in Gardner. He and his family are using the brand new business to clean up the community. Ooh, do you think that's like a bad... See, I don't know if I like that either. You know, I feel like I've missed the boat. Literally on marijuana. I mean, like, what? You, what's, what's the, what's the, thing? the like, What's the draw? I don't, I don't. I'm not a smoker, but maybe I should be because people seem to be enjoying it so much. If you'd be willing to clean up a city just for some free pot, <laughs> I'm missing something. Well, apparently, it's like I don't know because I've never smoked marijuana either. Like, I don't ever. Never. Oh, okay. I, I have smoked it before, but I just don't regularly. No, so I don't get what the I once had a bite of a cookie that Sammy had made me when we were on the radio. We did we did uh, weed cookie roulette, and he like made all these green cookies, but mm-hmm. some of them had weed, some of them didn't. And I okay. did take a bite, and I kind of felt like a little lightheaded for a second. I it don't know, just, maybe that I mean, was just. It feels his like cooking. a sleeping pill to me. It just makes me pass out. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, I thought this was really funny in my own state that they're, they're, they're doing this. Gardner was one of the towns considering um, the sale of recreational marijuana before a statewide uh, ban or statewide approval. Gifting marijuana is currently legal, though. So and mm. when they say that, it would be um, like Colorado. They'd be making it there. And customers have to be 21 years of older to retrieve your prize. But I thought that was pretty funny. Very cool. If you, if you wake up between the hours of 3 a.m. and 5 a.m., so I'm, I'm fascinated by this. So there is a spirit that's trying to tell you something, but it has a specific message. Okay, so here's the, this is a story that's been circulating. And here, oh, I don't want to hear this, dude. Okay, um, so here it says, if you often wake up between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m., a higher power is trying to tell you one specific thing. Um, and they're saying that if you wake up between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., it's because you've got built up anger. 
anger. Do you ever wake Ooh. up between 1 and 3 a.m.? No. This energy is connected to the liver and associated with anger and an excess of yang energy. Try to drink a glass of cold water and meditate. If you wake up between 3 and 5 a.m., it, it could mean that a higher power is communicating with you. This time of the morning is related to the lungs and sadness. If you Ooh. wake up at this hour, it's because a higher presence wants to guide you to a bigger purpose. Come on. You can pray and perform breathing exercises to get back to sleep. Okay. So that, I did that last night. What I do you think up. your bigger purpose is? Because you say that you wake up a fair amount at this time. I really do. I really do. I mean, I always thought just because my ambient wears off around that time. <laughs> I'm like, okay, my ambient keeps me to 3.30, and then I wake up a little bit. I walk around a bit, and then I come back, and, and I put on my meditation. It's called Rest and Relax. It's an app. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rest and you can either do breathing whole body or there's one other thing yeah and you pick your background noise and the woman talks to you and she talks me back to sleep so do you feel like you are living your higher power you think you're meant to do something else or or interesting this trip to italy that i took yeah really made me think about the fact that there is more to the world than what i'm seeing on a daily basis really yes so when you say that, do you feel you've, well, you've always had that pull to travel. Do you feel like maybe your gift to the world is through travel? This is different because I think in the past, like to London or places like that, like those people are like us, you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't really feel like I really, you know, I'm like, maybe it's because they speak the same language. I don't know. Or maybe it's because, <laughs> you know, just the connection that I had with it. This trip was just very profound. Very spiritual. And I totally could see myself packing up and rolling out. Really? Just to experience See, something new. I wonder mm -hmm. that, too, if your calling is to live overseas. Yeah. I'd miss my mom, but I'd come back and visit. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Um, also, waking up between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. could mean emotional disappointment. According to traditional Chinese medicine, this is the time when the gallbladder is active. So practice mantras and try to forgive and accept yourself as you are. If you have trouble going to bed between 9 and 10 p.m., it could be a sign of stress. It's recommended you practice meditation to be able to relax and get some sleep. So there you go. Um, what about you? Do you wake up? I'm the same way. I wake up maybe between 3 and 5. Okay. But, I mean, I go to bed at 8.30, so I'm not sure if it's spirit right. or the you fact that You wake up between been... 3 and 5 and you get up, take a shower, brush your teeth, have your breakfast, and go on out the door, right? I mean, I'm not sure if it's like I've been sleeping already for eight and a half hours or if it's spirit. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, AJ is our awesome intern. She does news and pop culture for us. AJ, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, guys. How are you? Hey, We're great. AJ, how are you? I'm great. Paul still looks rested from Italy. I know, he looks amazing. Uh, uh, I have a tan. Did you notice? Look at this. Isn't that you do, brown, you, do, you huh? do look tan. Yeah, you yeah. do look reddish tan. You almost look burnt. Yeah. Uh, burnt? That's good. Yeah. Oh, on my chest, I look burnt? Yeah, you look burnt. I do? Yes. Oh, it's almost little, like a reddish. It it's a reddish. No, it's a nice, a nice tone you got going on there. Thank you, AJ. Oh, uh, okay. What's I supposed to say? Black folks don't burn. We golden. Oh, okay. <laughs> we golden. Sorry, I don't know. It's the lighting in here, I guess. <laughs> It's got that burnt hue to it. Or, the yes, exactly. <laughs> that burnt hue. Hey, so I feel like we'll get into this maybe, you know, next week. But um, I think people want, like, a little update about you. Are you okay? Y you know, get through things. I'm, I'm going to roll through it. Okay. That's yeah. my motto. Good. Just roll I through it. I mean, I had a little uh, had a little cry fest. But, like, you sometimes you just need to release. And now I'm, I'm, I'm back. By the way, pull we'll, it all together. Well, right. I feel like, you know, we, we want to give you time to kind of, like, collect it and the right, whole right. situation to settle. But right. last week, if you were tuning in, AJ was getting ready to, to do the news. And her eyes were, like, really teary. I thought, oh, she must have allergies or something, right? I'm like, oh, right. you know, maybe this new studio is mm -hmm. like a dandelion. You know, it just, like, <laughs> blows, you know, whatever into mm -hmm. your eyes. 
But you were really upset because your mom had called your boyfriend who was right. living with you temporarily and they had sort of had a real moment. Right. And so we'll we'll get the kind of I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I'm so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Full scoop and the conclusion. Detail. And we're trying to get our boyfriend on the podcast next week to, to discuss. Get, get him, him in here. Call in. Yeah. No, get him in here. We want to see him. What does he do during the him. day? Yeah. During the day. So he just finished his, uh, he got IT certified to, to work with IT. And um, now, see, once again, this studio. <laughs> Wait a minute. People we have to tell people me. what just happened. Jesus Lord. This guy, this hot guy just walked by, and we all, the whole podcast stopped. We were like, oh, Meanwhile, my I'm trying God. to say something, and we I should have called him in. Yeah, we should have. I don't think he looked that. Joel, go chase you him down. You don't think he looked that good? No. no. Don't go get him. He looked a little trashy, but, you know, for a night. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'd come in, yeah. He'd yeah. say, yeah. I mean, slightly okay. trashy. Anyway, anyway back to you. Sorry, that was really... See, we got to get blinders on this. We have nuts. To. It's very distracting. It's so crazy. Now, that guy I'm not distracted by. That was an old fart on a bike. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like we're Rose on 227, just sitting up in the window. Shouldn't we be working? Watching people. We're going to get a speaker outside so we can just comment on people. They can hear what oh, we're Pearl. saying about them. Not, not Rose. That'd Pearl. be amazing. Pearl. I love it. I don't, don't even know what it is. No, I don't even know what it is. Do you know what 227 is? I'm very young. Okay, you know what? Moving on. I love how she says that, but we are the same age. Well, anyway, we'll get the full report. We're trying to get Iggy in here to to talk to him. uh, But we're glad that you're back, and we're glad you're okay. Yeah, everything's fine. It's fine. We're we're not broken up. We're still together. My mom. Yeah. You work it out. Yeah, work it out. So we want to stay current with pop culture. What's going on out there in the world? All right. Um, First and foremost, millennials, they're going brawless. I love this, by the way. Have you noticed this? Everywhere you go now, no millennial women have bras on. Have you noticed that, Paul? You're very into fashion. You see a part of the free the nipple movement. I don't know. Free the nipple. Okay. 
so millennials are not wearing bra. I don't know. I feel like I don't. I I don't know. I feel like I could do it, but see, I feel like you're borderline. Like you're go- gorgeous because you know our intern AJ looks amazing. By the way, you changed your social media outlets, right? I and- did. So so if you want to check out Andrea Lopez impressions, there, I, I took out all the underscores because it was confusing people. Yeah. So just Andrea Lopez impressions on Instagram. But on she's Instagram. gorgeous. But I feel like you're borderline. I don't know. I think your boobs are too big. Well, it's one of those things if you have really nice perky boobs. But because mine, you know, they just hang a little bit, yeah, so I wouldn't would, want that. Do you think? What do you think, Paul? What do you think? Are my <laughs> boobs too big? They're like gonna sag, aren't they? They're not gonna look good. Without it's one the thing bra. if you're like a stick and your boobs, you don't have any right. boobs. You just have like a nipple. Yeah, so it's like, that's it's really for people like that. But I, I don't think that deters millennials. I see a lot of them with real. What is that? A C cup you have or a D? Yeah, C. C. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? Try it. Yeah, maybe I should. Not right see. now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've already seen. Sarah's undressing. It's it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we I was gonna just like take city. off my bra here and, and see what you see thought. What yeah. You think. Yeah. See what you thought. Like, just give you a real demonstration. Okay. okay. I'm open to that. All right. Perfect. I'll just work on taking this off. Okay. While um, while you do that. If we hear a um, thump, then I'm out of here. <laughs> Oh, oh, shit. What was that? I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this bra of off, though. This shirt is so tight. For a while, people have been buying the bralettes where there's no support. It's just like a lace bralette. Yes. That's huge. So that's kind of like going braless. Like you're not wearing Well, right, I mean, I'll most millennials can, so they do. I you love know? it. They can and they do. They just yeah. want to be different. Yeah. I really I uh, need to go braless. So, TBT moment. Do you guys remember Mayor Fenty? Yes. Do I remember Fenty. him? I know him. Well, you know. Heck yeah. Do you think he's attractive? Heck yeah. <laughs> he is an attractive man. Yeah. Is he still dating Steve Jobs' uh, widow? widow? He's like living the life. He's living he, he did it right. The life. The he life. did it right. Yeah, Lorraine Powell. Uh, the, they're yacht, still together. They're still together, and they're wow. cruising Croatia right now. The, the yacht was finished. He's hanging out with... Um, is it her yacht? It is. Well, it's... Yeah, so... Steve Jobs never got to go on his own yacht, but he was wow. building it in the process while he passed away. And now his widow gets to enjoy it with her boyfriend. Wow. So that Steve is Jobs amazing. is rolling around in his grave. Like, if you oh. had what? Steve Jobs' money, though, I'm going to be really shallow mm-hmm. here for a second, okay? Yeah. If you're Steve Jobs' widow, right, and right. you have Steve Jobs' money, two, three billion dollars, are you really dating Adrian Two or three that's billion? That's yes. it? That's all he has? Okay, that's all billion? she has? God, all he has? Do I, you, how much is her, her net worth, I think, is like three I'll or check four that out billion dollars? It's got to be more. Because Maybe Oprah is like four four billion. Okay, then maybe it's like ten billion. You're dating Adrian Fenty. I'm sorry, I, that guy I don't never wowed me. He rode around DC on a bicycle, and I don't know. No, he rode around in one of those smart cars. That's oh, you. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like he's not that hot. I'd be like dating. I feel like somebody like. I don't think he's that bad. I'm sorry, really? ladies. I'd be dating Harry Styles. I'd be like, you know what? I might be old enough to be your mom, but you're gonna have sex with me because yeah, I'm worth like eight billion like, dollars. She could totally be a cougar. Yeah. Yeah. She's, anyway, like, she's like a good-looking woman. I just, I don't know. And he's, uh, he's well, you know, really he's been married to me. Michelle. Michelle Fenty. She was from London. She I had liked an her. English accent. Did you like her? I liked her. Yeah. Interesting woman. Um, <laughs> that is the most shade <laughs> ever. All right. So she was a bitch. Well, yeah. Okay, You're right. Okay. I liked him a little bit more. Okay. But no, no. But he was. He's a very cool guy. I actually saw him not too long ago. So she's worth twenty billion dollars. Twenty billion dollars. Wow, that guy is so lucky. Oh, my God. Wow. That dude must be doing whatever if I him, I would have, she wants. I would have to, every day, just evaluate my life and say, like, what about me is so great? Like, Can you ever have a amazing. fight with that person? Like, no. if you're that guy, no. yes, dear. Whatever you say, dear. Absolutely. You're not getting kicked out of that. You you're, know. No, hell no. I'm never leaving. No, he must cater to her every need. 
Like just whatever Everything. she wants. Sex whenever. But if you were a woman like that, would you want a man that just does that? Or would you want a man that really stands up for himself and tells you what he thinks and kind of puts you in check sometimes? Um, no, I've been in a relationship now for four and a half years. And no, I hate compromise. You're going to do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's hilarious. Right? That'll go over great when I you do, get don't home. You, don't you see like relationships where the guy just like caters to the wife and she runs the show? I mm-hmm. think absolutely. That's what you're gonna do. You like yeah. that? Uh I don't mind it. <laughs> no. no, I do. I like the like no. back and forth, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just this is my thing about being widowed. Once you're like in love with someone and you're widowed, they always get right back into a relationship and they never date the like they never date. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, if I had that kind of money, I'd be like dating people, please. Well, that's why I could never date a woman and I've told women that I've had sex with in the past, like I don't make me your boyfriend because like if your tire breaks down, don't call me. Like I can't <laughs> do shit like that. Do you know what I mean? So you're more of a girlfriend than like a, a man man. Well, hold up. You don't hold have to, up. You don't have to, <laughs> wait a minute. Stop. <laughs> He's like, well, no, no, I'm a man. Male, I'm just saying, like. Those responsibilities are not yours. Right. So if you're someone like Sarah that wants to, like, run everything, boss you around, but then I got to go change a tire, too. Oh, hell no. Too like, much you can't have it both ways. <laughs> if you go in the kitchen and make me a sandwich and rub my back and rub my feet, then maybe I'll consider changing your tire or calling AAA on my membership. The only thing I really like, I like in a guy um, that they're less emotional than I am. I could mm-hmm. not be with. I have some girlfriends that date guys that, um, oh, is this another one? That's oh. the same one. This is the same one? The same guy that they were catcalling through through the window. Oh, my God. That guy is, yeah, he's not bad. Oh, he's going to get on a hot motorcycle? Oh, my, oh my God. God. Somebody take a video of that. <sighs> yeah, somebody record that. Okay. Now, that we would have over Adrian Fenty. Sorry. <laughs> that actually has motor power. Mm. <laughs> Okay. This is we're back. Uh, See, we're not going to last here. The studio is too not, damn no, distracting. These people are hot. Wow. I Ooh, know. that. Mm. Man, you can't tell me that ain't right. Now, rev that. Yeah, that is. Yes. Nobody else. Let's all wave. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see it. He, he is, will. He is not into no, his own world. doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> we just got shut down. Oh, my God. Rejected. Okay, I was just going to say, the only thing, I, I like a guy that's less emotional. I have some girlfriends that are with guys, and um, they're very emotional, which is great. I think that men should be more yeah. in touch with their emotions, because when you have a guy that's not at all emotionally connected, that's a nightmare, too. But uh, I'm a lot for a lot. You know what I've realized about myself? <laughs> a, it's a lot. lot huh? A yeah, lot. I can see that sometimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what I've realized about myself is I kind You've of like things it. the way that I like things. Right. Um, and Because I'm... I haven't been, I haven't lived with someone for an extended period of time right. at all. Um, and when I was in Italy and I was on a date with Renzo, um, uh, I needed to go to the restroom and he was paying the check. Okay. Love it. So, I know, I just love it. And we were at this fabulous place called Zuma. It's above the Fendi store and you have to like know where you're going and tell them, I'm going to five. Don't try to stop me. That kind of <laughs> shit. Do you know what I mean? Don't try. Like, don't even try to stop me because they don't stand down there and try me. to intimidate you oh, so that you it. don't, you know, so that you don't try to make it up there unless you really know where you're going. I love it. So anyway, <laughs> this window thing is not working. That, that time that it wasn't me. That was not hot at all. We've got to just do a review of people walking by here in Clarendon. This needs to be a video because these people are not going to know why, you know, what's going on over here. But anyway, so I go, I get up to go. I said, oh, I'm going to, I'll meet you by the restroom. And he's like, but no, just wait. Like, 
I'm paying the check. And he kind of got a little attitude. So back in America, I can do that kind of shit, you know? Right. But I guess he construed it as being a little bit rude. Like I was going to get up and walk out to the front and then he'd have to walk out by himself and meet oh. me over there. Renzo, please get with it. <laughs> Google how to date an American man. All right. AJ, what else you got? Uh, there's a Tinder couple. They have been talking back and forth for three years now, but there will be breaks in between. So they met on Tinder originally. They're college students. Yeah. What's going on with this? Because it's been going on for like a while, right? It's, it's been going on for a while. And they have finally met. Tinder, he posted it on Twitter. The guy that was in the, you know, the back and forth posted it on Twitter. And Tinder decided that they're going to buy them their dream date, whatever city they want to go to. And they just appeared yesterday. Uh, what was it? I don't know. A couple of days ago on... Yeah, a couple uh, weeks. I don't know if it was a week, but they appeared on um, Good Morning America. Okay. And they just talked, and they're finally going to meet. So they're going on their... I think they, they went to Hawaii. That was wow. their city of choice. So Where it's funny, yeah. Where would you go, Sarah? Um, I feel like... Oh, God. I don't know. I'm so, I'd be so bad at that, honestly. You guys you know me. Anywhere. I go to bed at 8.30. <laughs> it's like, I don't... I would never want to go somewhere all across like the world with somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Would you? I mean, they took They've three known each years other for three years, right? To actually meet in person, to me, that does not sound like it's going to go well. I mean, you, one of them's going to go to the bathroom and then forget that they're there. You yeah. know what I mean? I, no. You know, I met a guy on Tinder once that lived in Seattle, or where did he live? Yeah, he lived in Seattle, but not like the part that I went to. <laughs> not like I went there when I met. Anyway, it's a long story. No, no. But, but I met did you this, guys ever meet? I met this guy on t- and he wanted me to. We were both in Cleveland at the same time. Okay. Okay. We didn't end up getting together in Cleveland, but he said, "Why don't you come out and then check into this hotel, and then we'll go for dinner, you know, in Seattle." I'm like, "Wait a minute." You want me to fly across the entire United States? Oh, please! To go for on a date. No, I, well, I, I think you would have paid for it, but I wouldn't have gone because what if you, well, you, you know do all that? You know, I've done that before, and then and I've gone on a long-distance date with somebody new, Yeah, slept with them, and when the sex was over in, like, 90 seconds. Yeah. And, and I'm like, <laughs> what up? Came so far. They place. haven't even sent my bags up yet. Like, my air, my luggage is lost at the airport. Like, I am <laughs> dying to see if this couple stays together. That'll be super. That'll be interesting. Tinder success story. We we don't know. We will we'll keep up with that. Okay, AJ. That's so it. people can follow you. Yes, Andrea Lopez impressions or Andrea underscore J underscore Lopez. Love it. Um, well, thank I, you. Before we wrap up the show, I was just going to tell you, uh, you know, because people have been asking me if I'm vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, it's really hard. Have you ever tried to I go have. vegan or plant based? Yeah, I've been vegan for like sometimes, and then I go back. It's almost, yeah. So I should watch What the Health and I, I will stop eating meat. Oh, my God. Oof. Paul, Oof. you know what you should do? You should watch What the Health, and then you and I should check in together next week when we host the show mm-hmm. and see if we should do it together, like a, a just a two-week plant Have you plant stopped based. eating meat? Well, I'm plant-based. I'm trying to go do this thing called Plant 4, basically, which is just I made this up, basically. Oh like, God. I don't even, this isn't even anything. I just pretend like, sorry, I'm Plant 4. People are like, oh, what's that? <laughs> my own fucking mind, you know? Like, that's what really, is it? I just made it up i'm just going plant-based four days a week because to me in uh, my mind that's i'm hanging what I up achieve. if we were on the phone this is when i'd hang up on you <laughs> yeah oh there must be a bad connection no i'm just giving up. you a pitch and you're like you're not taking it yeah. uh, dead plant serious four that means four days a week four days plant, a week and plant-based. the other three days meat okay Tonight I'm having meat. Like that. Okay. I'm really I'm, I'm having steak or something. I'm because the thing is I'm craving meat. Is anybody yeah. else? This is my my vegans. And here's the other thing I want to ask you because I think this is really dangerous mm-hmm. and I want to know where you guys. And I'm not I'm not I'm not fucking around. This is the scariest thing that's happened to me. Okay. okay. PETA has started following me. Not like like 
a PETA fan, the actual PETA. Okay, and these follows you on social yes, media. Yes, and I am terrified because you know they like ruin people's lives, right? Like you may you mess up once, I eat one steak or whatever, I post myself with a cow and say, oh hey yum, my career will be over. Oh like, my goodness! So do you think I can actually just? message PETA and go, I appreciate the follow. Uh, you guys do great work, but I'd appreciate an unfollow. Tell no, they'll do... be watching you like a hawk if you do that. I feel like they are... But Can't I'm you like, just block them without having me? to... Without No, because if you block somebody, once you try to go look at their account, it, it comes up blank. Like, you know you've been blocked. Okay. But uh, because I am not... I'm trying to do plan-based. Every week I've been trying to do four days. I usually fail. I get to about three. I can do three days in a row, no meat, no dairy, and then I crave, like, something... Mm-hmm. Some, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have to do this one more, with more preparation. Because it is hard. See, everyone goes, oh, it's so easy to be a vegan. I'm like, it's a lot of prep. I don't mm. think it's as expensive as people think. That okay. part I, ha- I found isn't bad, but it's the actual, you got to think ahead all the time. Yeah, there used to be a, um, and when I lived in New York, the squeeze was down in the first floor of my building. Yeah. Yeah, and so they were all vegan. My friend Carlin Brooks, she's actually an author. She just wrote a book called The Squeeze Life. It's yes, fantastic. Yes, you were talking yeah, mm-hmm. about that. So she's the one who kind of got me into that, but the food was kind of expensive. Well, and I'm only like, I'll have a couple juices, maybe like you're always good at getting cold pressed mm-hmm. juice. Like I'll do that once in a while. But um, anyway, I, I think I'll have to document it. A- AJ, are you doing, are you doing any plant-based or not really? I'd be willing to try it, but I, I really? think you, yeah, just Me because, too. Just, let's do plant just, four, just see. plant four. See, is this really, <laughs> you don't think it's a thing? I've made it. I'm making well, it because thing. you go for four days and then all of a sudden you turn. I don't know. I'd be willing to try it though. What if I just do full vegan? I mean, that'd be hilarious. Well, go full because... vegan. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be a great goal to get up to, but I'm just like, I do crave meat though. Me too. And see, uh, this is piss. PETA has actually, like, they forward, they actually favored another tweet of mine today. I really Tell I, PETA I, you'll do, uh, I'd do you, rather go naked than, than eat meat. Just say you'll do it, and they're going to do a naked photo shoot of you. Now, that how do they do? I know they don't. Okay, that so the be, first thing I don't thing want is, any Photoshop. I want to scare America. Like, I want to show you what these sagging tits look like. So the fur thing is out, of course, with PETA. But what about leather? Like, how do they feel they about... They hate leather. No, you can't. No leather, no meat, nothing. And do you see the videos? Like, I started what looking... Are they, what kind of cars do they drive if they don't have leather? Um, The eco-friendly ones. Because I think you can get a Prius with cloth. You do okay. cloth, no meat. Or no leather. So, oh, whatever. Okay. But anyway, I look at their videos. And they're always posting the ones, you know, of the pigs being taken to slaughter. And Ooh. Yeah, I know. And I didn't even talk about this story. But I'll, I'll, we'll leave you with this did you see the photographer do you guys remember that famous monkey picture that was of like um a monkey that had never been photographed before of an english um here it is it's um the magical monkey selfie you'll see that once i show it the british wildlife photographer says that the image image has been published now 50 million times but it has cost him his life savings and marked the end of his award-winning career due to PETA. so here's yeah here's the picture it's an amazing this is photo, like, This is going to happen to me. I swear to God. This is the photo. This is the photo. Okay, let me, let me turn this He took this, this himself. The, the ape. This endangered... Oh, that is freaking awesome. Isn't What's the problem? Well, because the, the... Okay, here's the catch. Who do you think's right or wrong in this? So the deal with this photo is... And by the way, anybody that wants to Google... It's the famous monkey selfie. Just type in monkey selfie by Dave Slater, um, and it will pop right up. You'll see it. And so the monkey was actually holding the camera which is the issue. Okay. So this guy 
posts this picture, right? He's making he's making thousands of dollars of it, but you know, news outlets are buying it from him or whatever. And then Wikipedia decides to use it, and he call, reaches out to Wikipedia and he goes, "Hey, it's my photo. You know, you owe me." And, he, and they're actually like, "No, it's not," because the monkey was holding the camera. Oh, piss off! You sue us because you don't really own the copyright to this picture. Wow. Then they get PETA involved. PETA is the one. So he sues Wikipedia to like get some sort of rights. He wins that. PETA takes him back, sues him again, and says that the photos and some of the money goes to this monkey. He has now spent his life savings trying to fight this, and they're having a ruling coming up later this summer where it's going to determine if he owns the rights to this or not, and that's PETA. That is This crazy. is my latest followers. That is the craziest story I've ever heard. Is there anything that's meat-based? We're going to make it like so big on this podcast, and then we'll be sitting on a leather seat, and it will all go to hell. <laughs> like, it just really will. They will. They'll like sue us. Well, I'm certainly not riding around in a Prius with cloth seats. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't yes, even look uh, for okay. me. All right, look, you guys. We always want to hear from you. You need to be following us on social media. You need to be uh, following Paul Wharton Style on yeah on Instagram and Paul oh, Wharton on Twitter. And check out paulwhartonstyle.com and some of my blog posts. Please. All of the above. Also, we have to thank Pacers Running Store. You need to find a location by visiting their website. They have a great podcast. Check it out and let us know what you think. Runpacers.com slash podcast, and it's called Pace the Nation. Check that out. We have partnered with them, and we're using their studio space, which we love. So thank you to Pacers. Come buy shoes. Um, we'll be buying all our shoes here. Our I love running it. shoes. I love it. All right, kiddos. You ready? Oh, you can follow me, Hey Frage, on Twitter, on Instagram. Oh, my God. If there's a way you know how to un- get Peter on follow me like how oh my god let's just leave everything kind of the way it oh, yeah. is. don't anybody tweet at Pete okay just please forget that we mentioned this I always get my big mouth in trouble I love it I love it bye guys bye, <laughs>